What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence? If you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy, are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, soul and body coach, Keisha Clark. <laughs> oh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, magical, really crazy, wild and ride wild and crazy kind of ride world. <laughs> Let me say that again. Oh my goodness. Yes. Hello and welcome to Aligning Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network. I am Keisha Clark, your host. And wow, wherever and however you're finding us, because uh, we're our home network is Inspired Choices Network. And yet um, we live stream to a whole lot of places around the virtual world and we podcast to a whole lot of places around the virtual world. So I'm just grateful for wherever and however and whenever you're finding us and that you're coming to play. So if it's your first time stopping by, I'm Keisha Clark. I am a soul and body uh, coach and an intuitive living facilitator and coach. I love and get to play with and have the pleasure and privilege of uh, supporting and facilitating people to savvy their intuition and let it be their superpower. Uh, because you know what? If you're willing to let it, it totally can because it totally is. And it's just cool like that. Um, and, and, and I love to play with that. And I am so grateful um, that <laughs> I'm in really good company because there's a whole lot of us on the planet right now who we showed up, we, for whatever funky reason, <laughs> we came here to really bring more of our abilities into our everyday life. And that is part of what we do here on Aligning Divine. We explore all kinds of topics and adventures that have to do with finding and then having the joy of lining up with our essence and living it every day. Because I don't see any reason that we have to have separate lives or separate parts of us or separate aspects of us that exist, you know, in some level of consciousness. Let's just bring it here right now, enjoy it, utilize it, and hey, maybe we might even create something amazing in the process. <laughs> what do you say? So yes, if it is your first time, thank you for stopping by. And if you are coming back to play more, I'm so grateful to see you again, virtually speaking, of course. And um, please know that in either case, whether it's your first time or your 51st time or your 191st time, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so grateful for you being a part of these conversations. You are a massive contribution to these conversations and I could not be having them and I would not be having near as much fun without you. So thank you so much. And I'm so honored that I get to be both a host and a producer here on the Inspired Choices Network because we have a whole lot of amazing shows, a whole lot of incredible hosts. Um, and again, I get to be in some of the best of company with the group that we, with the collection of creators that we have here on the Inspired Choices Network. So if for some reason my show doesn't really blow your hair around, then there are a whole lot of wonderful, incredible, potent shows to pick from. So just hop over to the 
the host page and see which uh, which one kind of waves at you and maybe go from there. Because, you know, if you like to play intuitively, I love how stuff shows up even better than we could have ever imagined it. So universe always knows what we require and always has our back. Um, so that's going to be uh, a part of what we're going to play with today. We're going to get to that because, uh, you know, we can never have too many reminders, I don't think, especially in a time like we're living in at the moment right here toward the we're working our way toward the latter part of 2020 for the with, at the taping of this live show. Um, so it's uh, it's proving to be a little interesting and intense and, and for some of us a whole lot interesting and intense. And one of the things we might find is that we are uh, kind of wearing down or wearing out or it feels like we are. So that's part of what brought today's topic to the table. Um, it is empathy exhaustion. And we're talking about self-caring through the crazy. I think that's that's just the word that kind of sums it up crazy. If you watch anything, like any news video, any report of any kind, and pretty much any article that you might land on, it, um, it, it, you get the flavor of what's going on right now. And it's pretty, it's just crazy. Crazy is kind of that word that, that fits. So does it feel like exhaustion is a part of your new normal? <laughs> Yeah, I can relate. My both hands up. Uh, are you feeling just a bit more or maybe a lot more tired, fatigued, short tempered even um, as we are moving into this last part of the year? And could it be that you are experiencing empathy exhaustion? That is our exploration this week. And we're going to be looking at more ways to be self-caring, and I noticed I put the ING on there, through these super intense times, and if you have other super intense times, so that you can be aware of the crazy without having to go crazy. Yeah. I mean, we can participate in crazy when we want. It, that's a choice, too, because it's all choice. And it's just, it might not be as fun. So you might find yourself going, why am I doing this? <laughs> what was what in the world did I pick this for, <laughs> right? So, ah, of course, if you if you know anything about me, and just in case you haven't been playing long enough to know this, I love to play with the energy of the words because, you know, we talk about lining up with our essence and every word has an essence, the essential energy of that word, the way that it was used when it came into being. And there's typically, I find, an energetic imprint there. So of course I wanted to look up the word exhaust and exhaustion. And it was not incredibly surprising to find that when we go to the online etymology dictionary, ta-da, um, <laughs> we look up the word exhaust and it is both a, it can be a verb and it can be a noun. How cool is that? We love versatility. As a verb, it is actually talking more or dealing more with to draw out to empty or to use up. And it can also mean to scoop um, and to draw up as in with water, in the case of water. Um, to Around the, the 1530s is when this word came into existence. And about a hundred years afterwards, in the early 1600s, the meaning that dealt more with to make weak or helpless as by fatigue uh, started to be a little bit more prevalent. But I thought that was interesting to draw up, to draw out, 
to use up completely, to exhaust something or someone, because we're talking about us today. Um, and then as a noun, it, it specifically refers to a waste gas, which is um, dealing with something like steam engines. It's to, to, the exhaust is the waste product, so to speak. Um, so I thought that was interesting, exhaust as a verb, the word exhaust as a verb. And then if we go to exhaustion, it is around the almost the mid-1600s, and it, it's dealing with the noun form of the action exhaust, which is specifically referring to fatigue in the sense of drawing off of strength. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> now, I think we can probably relate. Um, probably most of us listening to this conversation can relate to some level, intensity, or form of exhaustion that's going on. Um, I mean, to, not to state the obvious, but we have this global experience of pandemic dealing with, um, <laughs> if you want to put it that way, um, coronavirus and specifically COVID-19. Um, that is creating a great deal of exhaustion for the bodies that are moving through that and or the bodies that are, that that is the vehicle that they're making their exit by. Um, and then all of the things around that, uh, I think exhaustion is a very common word that we could use to describe people's experiences. And really, even before if, if we back up to what now feels like maybe decades ago, but it was just actually the beginning of this year. <laughs> um, even before we were saying, you know, pandemic was a, a, a part of our everyday language. There was a degree of this in our normal lives. Like that was a norm for a lot of people. And now has become exhaustion now has become for a lot of people, even more um, a, a variable in their everyday life. And so as I was just kind of playing with this, you know, looking at what, what wants to be spoken to, like, what is the invitation for this week? Um, it, this empathy exhaustion came in and uh, maybe I've coined a new word. I don't know if it is awesome. Um, <laughs> a new, new topic, new title, but um, it, it feels like a thing. And for if you experience any form of empathic abilities, uh, I think it's not much of a stretch for you to kind of tap into what that's like. So for a, I, I hear a lot of conversation, I see a lot of um, social media posting that has to do with how challenging it is and can be for people who are in that empathic, uh, that even it doesn't have to be highly empathic or what we would call highly empathic, but just, just that ability that is there for us to be aware of what's going on around us, aware of what's going on in other people's worlds and in other people's bodies when we're not able to be with that ability in a certain way, um, it actually can be more exhausting for us. It can be very taxing on our system. It can become very frustrating um, because everything is 
energy, right? Our bodies are very energetically responsive, even though they are physical in form or what we would call physical in form and three-dimensional. There's even before we meet each other, we can perceive a person's energy, right? We can perceive that energetic presence or system or signature, if you will. Now, actually that's in my world that can happen whether people have a body or don't have a body. But for today, we'll talk about bodies, uh, at least for the first part of the show, people with bodies. And so with all of what's going on, we also are dealing with so many emotions that are just wreaking havoc in people's lives and, and in the universe, so to speak. So there's not only the craziness that we might perceive in the energetics or their, the energy field of a person and their body. There's also all the stories in their head that are creating this craziness in their energy system as well. And it can be really challenging to, uh, I'm going to use the word decipher <laughs> some of that. And it's not that it's our job to do that. So for me, that's going to be one of our first, like one of our go-to things, right? Uh, I love using the question, um, is anything required of me here? <laughs> because if not, then move on, right? Simple, really simple practice <laughs> to prevent or, or bypass a lot of the crazy that uh, we might otherwise get tangled up in. And it's so easy to get tangled up in it. I totally, totally get that. I have so gotten tangled up in many a stories myself. And this isn't about an, an absolute or an all or nothing. Um, really, it's a process. You know, we're, we're on this journey. We're doing this dance. We, whatever metaphor you want to give it, um, it's a process. It's ongoing, which is part of why self-caring is one of the words in the title today, uh, because it's not a one and done in, in, on either side, you know. We could live in conclusion, but that doesn't create a whole lot of space or comfort for most of us, especially for uh, people who have their empathic abilities kind of front and center in their life. So the energy is um, really, really active, but it's also for a lot of us what we notice, whether we're identifying it or not, is it's so contracted. It's so crazy like the intensity of the contraction because of the amount of contraction going on um, that can be that can feel painful as well for a lot of us so if you're experiencing something like this this is kind of the a, a bit of what's in that umbrella of empathy exhaustion it's it's basically a, a condition or a, a state that we put ourselves in when we're not acknowledging the energy of what's going on. And why does that really matter for us? Well, if you chose to show up here with these abilities so that you could play with them more in this lifetime, however that looks, whatever that looks like, then the acknowledgement, the, uh, the um, awareness, your, your bar is gonna be set differently than someone who did not come to play with that. So if you are ignoring those 
signs and subtle um, um, <laughs> indicators, <laughs> it can become really uncomfortable in your life and in your body. Whew. So all of that that we've been dealing with, just by acknowledging it, it's already shifting. I don't know if you perceive that or not. I know I'm feeling a bit more space. <clears throat> so would you be willing to acknowledge that firstly? Just acknowledge it. Just look at it maybe five seconds even and go, oh, maybe I'm doing that. Okay. And even that maybe will open the door just a little bit more. Okay. It will, <laughs> it'll put a little crack in that shell <laughs> and we can let some light in and we can let some more of you out. Maybe, Hey, there's an ocean. Um, so this exhaustion is, is very real by the nature of the fact that we're spending a great deal of time and energy uh, in this craziness that we're kind of playing in right now. And for most people, it's not really fun. It's not the fun kind of crazy. So if you're, if this is landing for you, if this is having a, uh, if it's striking a chord for you, please, 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 rather than immediately going into criticizing yourself about that, <laughs> maybe you could just go, oh, maybe that's what's going on. Huh. And just look at it from Maybe, I don't know, if you want to say, look at it from a third person objective rather than first person subjective kind of perspective. <laughs> I love it when words kind of rhyme. <sighs> yes, we know, theoretically, for most of us, you don't have to be exhausted. Yes, we know it's important to take care of ourselves. Yes, we know that when we're not as stressed, when, when we're able to be able to breathe and and have some joy in our life and have our energy nice and, you know, high. We know that that supports all of the systems of our body. And yes, there's a very real, uh, I'll call it challenge <laughs> for a lot of us of how do I get to that in the middle of this? How do I do that? And it's easy to say, keep going. It's easy to say, just go to the positive, you know, and I'm going to just add another ingredient there or another um, step. Um, and it, it's really about that acknowledging that if you don't like it, acknowledge that too. <laughs> it's really okay to say this sucks. It's, it's okay to say this does not make me happy because part of that is we have to get to the awareness of this just freaking does not work for me, right? If we're not getting the clarity of that and acknowledging it, the, the movement off the square takes much longer. The shift is, is it's more drawn out and in many cases, much more agonizing. So acknowledge both. Acknowledge, okay, that I'm doing this if you're noticing that and acknowledge that, yeah, this, this sucks. I don't like this. This is not fun for me. For me, what I find is that that's equally a part of allowing the energy to shift or creating that shift in the energy as 
just putting your attention on it. Because I talk a lot about putting your attention on something to, to bring your awareness, bring more of your awareness in. And when we do acknowledge something, it does create the space for us to change it or at least make a different choice, which of course changes it. Because everything, energy responds. The nature of energy is that it responds. So whether we're going to just kind of glance at something or actually be willing to take a more than a five second look at it, everything, each of those actions is going to have an influence on the energy. The energy is going to respond to that. So that gets to be choice too. And a place that I am noticing some people are, are having some struggle or some challenge with this is it's, it's like we do this weird thing that we don't, we don't want to admit that we don't like it, but we'll go into complaining mode, right? But complaining is differently. It, sorry. Complaining is different from acknowledgement. <laughs> complaining is kind of like, I don't know, backwards acknowledgement. It, it, it's not a generative thing. So there's a difference between complaining and acknowledging that you don't like something or that something isn't working for you. And they create two very different things. Okay. So that's, that's a little subtle piece or a subtle adjustment that we can begin to make. And when you catch yourself complaining, because it happens to the best of us guys, come on, don't beat yourself up for complaining. Let yourself have a complaining party if you want to. That's totally okay. Because even the complaining is a way for us to get to an awareness when we're willing to choose that. Okay. So there's no wrongness in any of it. There's no wrongness in the way we get to the information. Sometimes we just have to, you know, go around it and go about it a completely different way. It's, it's not an intellectual thing and it certainly is not a linear thing. So if you're criticizing yourself, if you're beating yourself up for that, please, please don't. <laughs> Maybe just try a different way to address it. <laughs> so we're going to talk about some of that after we take a little breath and take a little break. Ah, and we're going to get into some of the uh, points about how we do this exhaustion thing, because for so many of us, it's like a default setting that we have. And then, of course, we're going to talk about some steps that we can implement that are very practical and very pragmatic and very easy to do. You don't have to have like a, you know, master's degree in anything to do this. Um, just to, just to start shifting that energy, just to be able to shift that energy more quickly. And that is, a, can be, and I find that it is a huge contribution um, to moving through those moments and much more quickly with much greater ease. So if that sounds appealing to you, stick around for a little while longer. We're going to get there pretty quickly. And uh, first, we're going to have this break. So you are here with me, Keisha Clark, on Aligning Divine. We are on our home network of Inspired Choices and, of course, reaching out all around the virtual world. And we'll be back in just a moment. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 
12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back and forward, my friends, to Aligning Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network, like, like the lady just said. And uh, today we are exploring empathy exhaustion. So we are finding and, and implementing, maybe even, <laughs> self-caring through the crazy. So there's, a, there's enough crazy to go around. <laughs> We've all gotten uh, quite, quite a few servings of it, I'm sure, by this point. Um, so this whole acknowledgement piece, uh, before the break, we got to acknowledging is different from complaining. Complaining is so easy, right? I get it. I get it. And you know what? Sometimes it just helps to do that complaining thing. It's like a way we can vent. Now, here's the thing. When you can complain with the, at least the desire to move through it, that's one way of using complaining to, to move off the square, right? To, to move the energy, basically. When you're just like, uh, I will use the expression like, when we're just in our shit <laughs> and we're basically complaining just to like basically create more shit, we're not really we're not really asking for something different. What we're really doing is we're putting our attention on the thing we don't like and we're basically asking for more of that. That's really what that form of complaining accomplishes. Now I know we've all done that. <laughs> Right. And that is not fun, I will tell you. But I mean, maybe it is because even as I say that, I'm aware that like sometimes you just want to wallow in it. Right. And that's could you let that be OK? Right. Could you just let that be a choice for you? And I don't know, set a timer or give yourself a whole day even to just be in the shit. Right. You can actually get awareness from that, friend. <laughs> like, you don't have to just consider that, uh, you know, a, a falling off of the wagon or whatever, you can actually receive awareness if you gave yourself even a whole day or a whole week even. Now, you might find that people maybe didn't want to spend a lot of time around you or 
you know, you might find some great buddies that could be your complaining partners, even though, I mean, anything is possible, no matter, no matter when and where, right? So essentially, if it works for you in the way your system organically works well or best, you know, runs really well, then give yourself the space to complain and play with shifting the com- the energy that you are in when you're complaining. I don't I, I don't know that I'm saying that really super well, so I apologize if that's confusing. Um, we could say the intention, like shift the intention of your complaining, but let yourself have it, because if that's what it takes to move you off the square, then choose it. If you desire to move off the square, I have been on a couple of squares this week (laughs) because I have been aggravated and irritated with some things, some choices that some companies have made. And I just kind of gave myself a few minutes to complain, to rant, to bitch, you know, to moan about it. And, and I tell you it, for me, I can move through it so much faster when I do that. Now I haven't taken the whole day. I haven't really done a whole day for any of that. Because that feels like then I'm just dragging it out. Because the, the energy for most of us moves so quickly to begin with, right? We're on it and then we can get off of it. So if you can let yourself have whatever level of intensity is required for you, that doesn't mean punch someone else in the face. <laughs> and if you need to punch a wall, just you know punch your own wall. Don't mess up somebody else's wall. Um, but however you are able to let that energy move as fast as it actually can. If that's five seconds of complaining or what we would call complaining, let it have that five seconds. Give yourself that. That is actually a part of self caring. I know that sounds crazy because we think of self care. We think of hot baths. We think of nice music. We think of, you know, maybe a, a massage, whatever, you know, that, that, that spa sort of mode of healthcare, of of self-care, right? And healthcare. Um, But what if this was a part of self-care as well? So I'm going to, I'm going to just offer you this for self-care and I'm actually going to call it self-caring. It's an active choosing to be a priority in your life and treat yourself that way. And it applies to both you and your body. So if you need to punch a wall, punch a wall. Now, mine, I, I will just give you this little piece of information. Is that really kind to your body? <laughs> because if you punch a wall and you come away with a swollen hand, I don't know, you know, ask your body. <laughs> he or she may not like that very well. <laughs> you can just ask. You can check in. Okay, body. But that is self-caring. Self-caring is an active choosing to be a priority in your life and treat yourself as such. So we can, we can talk about making ourselves a priority, but I think a lot of us, I'll speak for me, like, what does that mean? Like, you know, treat ourselves well. Okay. And then there's like this blink, blink. Okay. I can eat nice food. Okay. I can buy organic this week. Okay. um, I can do hot baths. I can, okay. I can, 
you know, I can buy myself something nice. All right. Um, but really what, what is that making yourself a priority? And what I would like to bring into this recipe is something that I'm finding is that self-caring far more involves the subtle choices we're making every day than what we've really acknowledged or, or given attention to in those conversations about self-care, right? Yes, it's awesome to feed yourself great food. It's awesome to, to, to be uh, wearing the clothes that your body loves. It's awesome to have great shoes that support your body. All of that is awesome and fantastic. And yes, yes, yes to it. And I know that there's some of us who kind of struggle with even getting to that part. So what are the choices and the subtleties that we could be including even more of in our self-care that actually do contribute to our own wellness? And I know caring can be a tricky word because, you know, if you look that up in the online etymology dictionary, there's a lot of interesting stuff around the word care as well. And uh, I couldn't find a better <laughs> way to put it. So we came with self-caring for today's word, um, along with empathy exhaustion. And, and so you can say self-nurturing, you can say self-supporting, you can say self-loving and self-kindness. Those are fun ones too. It doesn't, you don't have to stick with my word. It's really okay. Um, but the, the energy of it, the, the essence of it is really about opening that, that opening your awareness to more of the spectrum of what that can include and can be. So the subtle choices, all right, like, hmm, do I really want to have this conversation with that person today? And you get that little hint because you got an intuitive ability there, hon. You get that little hit. No, it's, it's just not going to be as productive today. Let it, let it table that for today. <clears throat> Choose it for some other time. But if you deny that nudge, and you go ahead and you set yourself into that conversation with that person and you have a really uncomfortable experience. Well, we don't have to call that a bad choice. But if you look at what that choice creates, is that kind to you that you set yourself into that situation already having an inkling that it was not going to be generative for you? So when you have the flexibility to work with, would you be willing to honor those intuitive hits or those nudges from the universe? Whatever you want to call them. You don't have to call it intuition if you don't want to. It's your knowing. It's your awareness. Because the energy is always responding. So when the vibration of you in the state that you're in and the energy you're being at that moment is waving out into the universe or rippling out into the universe, all of the potential engagements of that, of other energies, you are receiving the awareness of the possibilities that that could create. Now, you're not doing that in your cognitive brain. Thank God, because I think it would feel like we were going even more crazy, right? 
but you are actually aware. You don't have to acknowledge it if you don't want to. But when you get those subtle hints, you're choosing to begin to acknowledge more of those and honor them to the best of your abilities is as much a part of your self-loving and self-caring and self-kindnessing <laughs> than what you might have even considered. So that's where I would invite you to begin <clears throat> is let yourself start noticing the number of times per day <laughs> that you are getting those little subtle indications from the universe, subtle indications from your knowing, your awareness. And as you play with this, you will become more and more cognitively aware of when it's happening. You'll also be able to start tuning in to the way your body is trying to help you have the re reception of those indicators, right? Your awareness of those indicators. But if you will start to play with those subtle things, right? That is going to shift things exponentially. So you don't have to like go out and do XYZ and you don't have to buy XYZ program and you don't have to, um, you know, rearrange your whole house or even your whole room <laughs> if you don't want to. You can start tapping into those moments that you're, you're having an awareness. And then as you begin to acknowledge those and play with those and experiment with those, you will start to have a different sensing and way that you can be practicing of what caring for you actually is, what kindness for you actually is and for your body. Self-loving, self-caring, okay? Now, why does that even matter? Well, aside from what feels like stating the obvious, <laughs> when you are making yourself that priority, it's, this isn't, okay, and I think this is a, a key piece because when we say make yourself a priority, I think for a lot of people, immediately what goes on in their brain is that means I have to choose me over something or someone. Well, quite frankly, we could say, yes, be willing to do that. And I think this was up in a couple of weeks ago, a conversation a couple of weeks ago. It's not about choosing it at the expense of anyone or anything else, right? You're not having to choose you at anyone else's expense. And if you have bought that story or frankly, if you've bought that lie that making a choice for you means that someone else loses out, could we call bullshit on that? Because that's part of self-caring. <laughs> that's a kindness to you. If, you're, if and when you're willing to call bullshit, you don't have to say it out loud if you don't want to, but just call bullshit on the things that are totally ridiculous. Like the notion that if you choose for you, somebody else loses out. Now, if you've set yourself up that way, if you've set your life up that way, Maybe you want to look at how or where or how much you've bought into that point of view, because that's a perspective a lot of people have. And I'm going to invite you to shift that perspective and shatter all the limitations that are attached to it. 
because you don't have to choose for you at the expense of anyone or anything else ever, no matter what the what is looks like. And just because 500,000 people around you haven't learned that either doesn't mean that you choosing to change that for you is going to be a problem for them. If they make it a problem for them, awesome. That's their opportunity to look at their shit. It's not your job to make them comfortable with your choice. Let me just preach a little bit there. Okay. Off my soapbox. (laughs) It's not your job to make anyone else comfortable with your choice. That is not your job. It is not your job. If you need to record that and make an audio clip of it, a sound bite, <laughs> and play it, like set your alarm four times a day, 10 times a day, 20 times a day, it is not your job to make anyone else comfortable with your choice. And this is a huge place that we stop ourselves. So that first piece, that that subtle start allowing those subtle indicators to become more apparent for you. Where are you choosing anyone or anything else before you're willing to give yourself a moment? Yeah. So how much are you taking on that is taking your energy away from you? (laughs) It's drawing the energy away from you. It's just like blowing out a whole bunch of waste product, basically, right? (laughs) Where are you doing that? And how much of your life are you doing that with? How much of you are you doing that with? And again, this is not a make wrong. This is for awareness. Because what you're asking to change for every one of us, I can bet you, if I was a betting person, I would bet really good money on this. The very thing we are asking to change in our lives or to have change with in our lives, that is one of the places that we are not being kind to ourselves. And if we would shift that, everything else would also shift. The energy would respond. The universe does this masterfully. So that thing you're asking for change with or that thing you were asking to change, this is where I would start asking about, oh, what else could I be aware of that would allow this to change? And then you're going to be getting those subtle indicators. You're going to be able to start paying more attention to that. You're going to be able to start noticing it even more. You will be able to start implementing the practice of acknowledging the subtleties as a part of kindness to you and your body. How awesome is that? (laughs) Because you will be actively choosing to be a priority in your life and you will be treating yourself as a priority. That's different from trying to make yourself a priority. So let's put it this way. If you feel like you have to try to make yourself a priority, the energy of that expression right there, that should be a bit of a red flag. Okay? So just notice. Again, please, rather than go into criticizing yourself for that, just go, oh, look what I was doing. Okay, I'm willing to I'm willing to change that. I'm willing to shift that. Universe, 
hook a goddess up, hook a brother up. <laughs> right? So that is the way to begin this ripple effect. Okay. That will start allowing you to have more awareness of all of the ways that you are exhausting you, exhausting your own energy and supply and source. Yeah. So everything you're putting in, on, and around you. What are now, what can, the, what can you be willing to let the universe help you become more aware of? What can you be willing to let your body help you become more aware of? The energy and the vibration that you are putting you and your body in and around. Whew, I know that might feel enormous and take a breath because it's all right. We're going to get there. And I got a few more goodies for you. So hang in. We're going to take another quick break. We are here on Aligning Divine on our home network of inspired choices. And I'm Keisha Clark. And I'm so grateful to have you here today. And we will be back in just a moment. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back and forward as we move into our last segment for today's show. Oh my goodness, thank you so much for hanging out with me, for being willing to look at this, to play with this, to experiment with this. Um, what would it be like if your empathic abilities were not a way that you were letting yourself be exhausted? And hey, what? how much fun might it be if we just didn't choose exhaustion? <laughs> like if we stopped choosing as much of that and started actually honoring us and being priorities in our lives, that is actually not only kindness to us guys, what if that's actually kindness to the rest of everybody, to the, to the world? And, and because really it's the oxygen mask thing. I know we've probably heard that a gazillion times these last few months, but that's so poignant that is so appropriate and and that's one of the huge resounding uh messages that comes through in pretty much every session i've been doing over the last i don't know well really over the last year um it is really double down on your caring for you and taking care of what you re your body requires because that is going to be vital 
in the coming months. So, and then here we are, flash forward. Oh, okay. Who knew it was going to show up exactly this way? That wasn't really the point. The point was, all right, what is it going to take for us to actually pay attention and start choosing that for ourselves? Yeah. And if you brought this amazing, I don't know, toy box of abilities <laughs> with energy, yeah, that could prove to be pretty challenging, especially during a time like this, especially during a time like this. So what the heck do we do now? So um, we start acknowledging, yes, that's a big one in case that hadn't really popped out just yet. <laughs> the acknowledging piece is going to open up a whole lot more for you. And what are some things that we can be doing and choosing and playing with um, in our, in our like everyday stuff. So becoming present and acknowledging what is going on definitely will, will start to line you up with more of you. Okay. It'll help you kind of suspend the influence or the impact or the noise of all of what's going on around you so that you can start tapping into you. All right. And so start with the obvious, as I was saying earlier, start with stating if you need to, what, what is it, what does it feel like in that moment? So you can even play with whatever seems to be going on. It makes me feel, or I am feeling, or I feel this. You can start with that. That's totally fine. And then allow the, whatever information starts coming through again, Sometimes it's going to be really subtle. Sometimes it's going to be really obvious. But allow that to be information. It doesn't mean you have to do anything with it. Just allow yourself to have the awareness of the information. So start getting to your awareness of the thing, your awareness of you with the thing, and choices you can make or choose really, to change the thing by changing how and who and what you be with the thing. Okay? <laughs> so you don't have to change the thing. And that's part of that I feel or I am feeling or this makes me feel. That will help you get an idea. That will help you start to get a sense of what is underneath all of that and what's really going on for you, what is really true for you in the moment, in that moment. And that gets you into your awareness of the thing. And then you can start, it, organically, I find this, this happens, your awareness of you in relationship to the thing, whatever that thing is. And then what that does is it allows your perspective to start shifting. You could even say start expanding. And then comes the choices. You'll start to notice, I could choose this. Oh, I never considered that before. I could choose this. Oh, hadn't thought of that. Oh my gosh. And that will allow you to change who and how and what you are being with that thing. And the moment you change that, meaning the moment you shift your perspective, everything changes with that thing. Oh my gosh, it doesn't have to be rocket science. How cool is that? <laughs> oh my gosh, 
you can actually choose that. Now, one of the greatest uh, tools that I find is music. Music is vibrational therapy right there. And it's free because how many songs do you have on your playlist right now <laughs> in your music library? Now, what I will invite you to do, or consider at least, is select music that is either going to help you bust through that kind of that complaining energy, like we were talking about earlier in today's show. It's going to let you like go to the super intensity, like sometimes I put on Metallica. Sometimes I put on Rush. Sometimes I put on Vivaldi, right? It's, you will be able to start, well, play with this. I'll just give you a tool. Ask your body. What music would support us to move through this today? What music would support us for this, to move through this? Because you've just figured out, you've just gotten your awareness about the thing, right? You've gotten your awareness about some choices. Okay, what music would support us to get off this square? with the thing, whatever that is, overdue bills, in-laws bitching at you, um, you hate a coworker, um, you had a flat tire on the way home, um, you want to be able to have a party, but you can't, <laughs> you know, whatever the thing is, all right, the music is one of the fastest ways to help you get to changing that, so choose some music, okay, and if you're not in a place you can really do that, start finding things that you can read aloud. Reading aloud is a way to move that energy. And again, the vibration of what you're choosing to read can be a part of how you are able to shift that energy. Now, sometimes, you know, depending on what's close and where you are, eh, you might not want to read out loud. Go to your car, go out in your garage, go out in nature, okay? And read out loud. Move the energy through it's kind of like a neutral channel, but it allows you to process without really having to think about it. So poetry, you can read songs out loud. You can pick up a play, a monologue from a play, your favorite play, a song from your favorite play. Sing it if you want to sing it and not read it. That's fine too. Even advertisements. Sometimes it's just fun to read an advertisement in a goofy voice or read an advertisement in a totally different context. <laughs> And if you really want to just like throw a monkey wrench into that for yourself, read descriptions of sex toys. There you go. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> I wondered if you were paying attention. So um, it's changing the energy by moving that, moving, using that vibration to move the energy. So. We will see you again next week, my friends. Play with self-caring. has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And for now, she is cheering you on to create an awesome week of lining up with your essence 